good morning guys welcome back to faith over feeling podcast i hope you have been having an amazing week and i'm glad you tuned in because i believe god has a word for us today so before i get right into it let us pray dear god we are here for you come and do what you do when two or three people are gathered in your name we need your move in our lives in jesus name we pray amen so today's topic is titled true identity and that is the fact of being who or what a person is so we know our true identity lies in what god says we are and sometimes we don't really know who we are and we end up misusing ourselves or maybe we do but the people around us don't see us how god sees us so they don't um put up with us as much and we end up not being able to being the people that god called us to be so when you get saved you're not only saved there's a package that comes when you are a believer or when you are saved and we know that from John chapter 10 verse 10 it talks about how the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy but Jesus came so that we may have the abundant life so the abundant life is also attached in who we are and what we have access to so the moment i got saved i'm not only saved i ha- i got access to the authority the anointing the power the glory the holy spirit and sometimes the enemy not only steals but makes us forget what we have access to because if we forget what we have access to we won't be able to show up in the world the way we are supposed to and so sometimes our identity is affected but by what what we think what our parents say what our friends around us impact in our lives the situations that happen to us and so along the way we lose focus of who we really are and i don't know about you but when i was growing up I wasn't the type of girl that used to say when I grow up I want to be a doctor when I grow up I want to be a teacher when I grow up I want to do this I actually didn't know what I wanted to be in life and I was full of potential but then when I was in uh primary school I remember I was in a public school and a class used to have like 70 students and I remember I used to be kinder in the back seat and so the teacher did not uh give me the attention that I was supposed to get because he only gave attention to the people that were in front and so i felt like my potential in me was kind of misused so i wasn't doing my best in school because the teachers don't realize the potential you have they only give it to the people that are maybe on the front seat and so the rest of you who are at the back just end up doing your own thing and my results weren't as good and i remember um when i was transferred and i was taken to a um private school 
and so the private school had just begun and so because the former school just misused me the potential in me wasn't activated i was having a rough time in my new school and you know we were only eight students in my class and so when we did an exam i used to end up being the last one and i remember there was a time i went for my report form with my sister and when i was coming back home someone just saw us and was like hi and then we were like you know we are from taking the report cards and then she asked what number are you and i said eight like proudly and you know you don't say eight out of eight because they don't want them to know you're dumb but you just say eight and they're like wow congratulations <laughs> and then you just go home laughing because they don't know that you are the last person and i remember when i was at home the only person who knew my potential is the person who gave back to me and that is my mom shout out to my mom so we used to do that like homeschool and that and um as years went by from the class 2 to class 5 i ended up being at the top of the class it's not that i didn't have the potential in me it's just that my former school didn't activate it or maybe didn't see it and so i wasn't able to be at my best but when the people uh, around me saw that i was capable of so much more i ended up being the top of my class no matter the situation that was before and sometimes that's what happens in our lives situations come and maybe my mom could have accepted them dumb and maybe right now i couldn't even uh be in the university if maybe she thought that ah maybe Amy is just not the type of person who is clever in class but she knew that I was capable of so much more and my identity or my capacity wasn't in the hands of those who did not see it and so because i grew up not knowing who i was and uh who i actually was in god that is i identified myself with what i could do the best so i was this type of person and i still am this type of person who loves learning new things so when i was in primary school i used to do singing when i was in high school i used to do the same and i used to write songs and then after high school i learned how to do poetry and i just love learning new things and if i get my mind to it i'll just work towards it till i perfect the art so most of my years i've been identifying who i am with what i can do best and sometimes what you do best is not what you are anointed to do and you um recognizing who you are with what you do best that means you'll be living your life actually trying to please everybody around you and trying to show them that i can do this i don't know who i am but i'm a good writer you don't i don't know who i am but i can sing well so that they can applaud you but in james chapter 4 it says that if you try to be the friend of the world you are an enemy of god because in also colossians chapter 3 verse 23 24 it says that whatever you do you do it at 
like you're doing it to God. So I couldn't do what I was doing best, like I was doing it to God because I actually did not understand who I was. Like I was in such a season where I was just existing and not living because I wasn't living according to who God called me to be. And so sometimes most of us acknowledge who we are and what we do, our jobs, what our family says, our friends say, and we end up living our lives um, away from what God says we are. And we see that who you are affects your purpose because if you don't know where you stand in God, it will affect what you do or how you appear in the world. And so I'm going to be talking about several people from the Bible who had an identity crisis and God had to just deliver them from it. And on Monday I talked about Peter. We all know the story of Peter who had an identity crisis, but Jesus gave him another identity so that it could fit what he was called to do. And we see after that, Peter was able to do amazing things. So today I'm going to talk about uh, a few people, and one of them is Esther. And we all know the story of Esther. And when I was studying the book of Esther, it was kind of amazing and surprising because a whole chapter repeated Esther's situations four times. I mean, if Esther wasn't... uh, appointed queen all i could remember her with is that she was the one who was adopted i don't know about your bible versions but for me a whole chapter repeated that situation that esther was the adopted one for almost four four times and i was like okay why are they repeating her situation i mean she didn't choose to be adopted people come and go parents maybe may die and you can't control that but they chose to remember her situation and that stood out for me sometimes things happen in our lives and people end up calling us with what we went through and we had no control over and so we know that esther's had a hebrew name which was hadassah and actually hadassah means a tree which has a good smell and The symbol is actually a recovery and establishment of God's promises. And even though the people of the Bible or people who are around Esther decided to acknowledge her with the situation that happened to her and she had no control over that, God already had blessed an identity to Esther. And when I got to know that it meant a tree that could actually attract. That made sense, uh, the whole of the story, because we know that she was the only one who was appealing to the king. So the name was so powerful that even when thousands of women stood before the king, she was the only one who was noticed. And that's the power of the names. I always say that maybe when I'm at this age, And maybe I find out that my parents gave me a bad name. I will surely change that name. Like, I will break the generational 
traditions and whatever to just change my name because there is so much power in the name and sometimes we may be stick stuck to traditional beliefs and end up living our lives with a name that is kind of not projecting who we are because I always wonder someone called shida that means problems so you live your whole life uh with a name like that so every time people call you it's they're projecting a certain life towards you and sometimes you end up living not a good life because there's power of life and death on the tongue so that's my perspective but i thank god i have good names and we see in esther stories she was planted where she will grow and even the hardships were just a preparation of what will happen afterwards because even though people just named her because yeah she was adopted and all that she ended up being the queen as in in a snap of a moment she changed her all her whole life um and the next person i'm going to be talking about is elisha we know elisha was plowing his um parents um animals so he had spent his whole life doing what his parents said or his parents had and when he saw the move of god through elijah he decided to leave everything and he uh, slaughtered all the animals and cooked and shared the meat and that was mind blowing because he gave away what he was good at to follow the move of god and sometimes we have to do the same because if you get stuck to what you're good at sometimes that's not what you are anointed to do most of the time i'm always blown away with the speeches i, I hear other people make because uh in the church that i watch online the pastor is actually a good drama a good musician but but he had to give up what he was good at to actually do what god called him to do which is being a pastor and sometimes if we are so caught up in what we are good at we'll miss our identity in god and so elijah had to get rid of it elijah had to make sure there is no trace that will lead him back to what he was good at so he had to just kill all the animals and make sure that he wasn't gonna go back and we know that also from the disciples who had to leave their nets behind and one thing about the disciples is they did not destroy the nets so we see later on when Jesus died they went back to the nets that is Peter and the rest they went back so there is power in not only forgetting but actually destroying what you decided to leave behind so that you may not have any other option but god will be your only option and another story that i find so interesting is my favorite story the grandson of saul we all know that story a time when saul was um in a fight and he got killed the same happened to um jonathan and now his son was left all alone and you know he was 
the king's son. So something happened and he got crippled and he ended up somewhere in a deserted place, a dark place. So in that dark place, he forgot who he was because his situation just became too much. In a spur of a moment, he had lost everything. He had lost the kingdom. He had lost his title. He had lost his parents. As in everything in his life just changed. And moments later, we see that David, who to me represents God's grace, just called him back. He sent people to go get him. And that's how sometimes God works. A moment where you have forgotten who you are, God will send people right to you to remind you that you are still the son that I chose. You are still the girl that I chose. You are still the woman that I chose. And that's what happened to him. So people went to him and got him and brought him back to the palace. And he ended up sitting with David and eating with David and he got all his generational blessings back. I mean, isn't it amazing? In a moment where he felt like nothing, the same way that things changed is the same way that God changed his life and reminded him that he was still the king's son and he got his identity back. And the last person I want to talk to, and I love this story, is from Mark chapter 5 and it's about the woman who was bleeding for um 20 years you see when that woman approached jesus she touched jesus jesus cloth and the bleeding stopped and so he was she was going away feeling ashamed and all that but jesus knew someone had touched his cloth and so he asked and when the woman heard that jesus was asking he he tiptoed and went on afraid and jesus says in verse 34 my daughter your faith has made you well go in peace and be healed of your trouble so i was like what what is jesus saying i mean the bible says that when she touched the clock she was already healed so why call her back why call her back to tell her what she already knew why call her back and Say, go in peace and be healed of your trouble. What trouble? And she was already healed. I mean, the trouble is all gone. But I realized that when the story begins, people identified the woman with her problem. But when the story ends, Jesus calls her daughter. And she's the only woman that Jesus calls daughter in the Bible. Like when he was in his mission and this changes the whole story because most of our time we live lives and people call us with what we go through but jesus had to make sure that woman went back with a different perspective that i know you've been bleeding but you're still my daughter i know you've been bleeding but you're still my son it doesn't matter what people called you it doesn't matter what your parents called you it doesn't matter what you accepted before but now i want you to go back with a different perspective hallelujah as in it just blows my mind that jesus will Jesus came to upset the world. Jesus came to upset whatever your bubble of thought is. Jesus came to upset what mm, people said about you. Upset, I mean, turn things upside down. So whatever you accepted before, you don't have to accept it now. And sometimes 
for some of us it's not what people called us some of us call ourselves um different things according to the situations we go through and sometimes we end up calling ourselves names with the different seasons we are in so right now maybe things are hard and you feel kind of sad you end up calling yourself depressed but that's a very big word i know because i did the same i was in a season where i was kind of confused i don't know it was just kind of hard and so i ended up calling myself all these names i'm messed up i'm depressed i'm sad not realizing that i was just picking death into my life so the more i called myself with the situation i'm in is the more i was killing the inner me and the moment i stopped the moment i decided to align myself with what god says i am because he's the only one who knows it he's the one who created me he's the one who knows the number of my hairs he's the one who knows me by name things just shifted the situation doesn't have to change but if you change the whole world will will change with you and sometimes we pray for so many things and i remember i was watching this someone and i love her she's called um pastor sarah jacks so she was saying that sometimes we we pray for so much we pray that god uh gives us more finances we pray that god gives us a change in our situations but all we have to pray about is the change of mind change of mind of who we are change of mind of what we can do change of mind of how we can handle our finances so that we may know the difference between our needs and wants so that we may be able to use our finances properly so the woman was called back to be given the change of mind the change of perspective i know you've been bleeding for 20 years but you don't have to go the same way because just because she was healed from the problem doesn't mean she was healed in the mind and sometimes you may go through a situation and survive from it but still have your identity taken away from you you may go through a, a season of maybe sadness and survive but still have the mindset of depression inside of you you may still be rescued from egypt like the israelites but still uh get near getting into the promised land but still have the perspective of the egyptians so jesus had to make sure that the woman went home with a different perspective hallelujah so if you have a problem in your life and you think that that problem defines you i'm here to upset your world today that that, that problem does not define you you don't have to say you're sad you don't have to say you're depressed you don't have to say um you are adopted because even though you are adopted god has already um chosen you into his family so it it doesn't have to be such a big deal you don't have to make um a big deal out of a situation you just have to look at your situation at a different perspective so as i finish today i pray that god gives you an implantation of the mind to be able to see yourself with the way he sees you and not accept what everybody says what you've been saying what the world says about you and just align yourself with what god says and i believe god is going to change your life from the inside out sometimes we want things to change on the outside but 
change always starts from within if you change from the inside out that is gonna change you completely and uh, that's my prayer for you today even as we finish this week and i hope that you remember that your identity lies in god and not what you can do best and not what people say and what what you have been through or what you will be through in the future because we are promised of tests and trials in the future it's not that we are here to live a a smooth ride things will happen so you don't have to name yourself after every situation you go through but stay stand firm in what god says you are and be blessed so toodles till next time